This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's Tuesday, June 29th. I'm Rudy. I called my mom to tell her I lost my job. She said, don't worry, you'll find another one. I said, I know. That's the problem. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And of course, every single day, 9.45 a.m., we go live. Instagram, What's look at the people. Holy shit. What? Unbelievable. Wow. I am floored, you guys. I thought we'd maybe get 25, 30. Holy Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. I am... I'm floored. Look at the people. Jesus, you guys. Unbelievable. Wow. All right. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that many. Shit. Now I actually have to come up with something. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, so first off, uh, let's get right to uh, what it is that we are going to be talking about today. Uh, this is called The Long Walk to Cleveland. It's the podcast I've been doing now for the last couple of months. And you'll be able to find it here every single day live at Rudy underscore Povich. Also, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. It's also on Stitcher. And uh, my God, look at the people. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? (laughs) Wow, you guys, I am flattered. That is very unexpected. Also, I feel bad that I don't have my regular setup because all my shit is still back at the station and I haven't had a chance to go back to get any of it yet. So... I apologize. This might not sound the best. If you listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever, um, it'll sound good because I got the, you know, we got the equipment, but just none of the stuff to be able to go Instagram live to make it sound awesome. So, um, yeah, I was going to start out with a joke about like, yeah, I just made a little lasagna last night. and But you guys would lose your shit and be like, what the fuck, guy? We're here. We're here for the scandal. We want to know what happened. Tell us. <laughs> Uh, all right. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'll start from the beginning about what happened. So, uh, this happened all about, um, two years ago it started and I had, uh, I reached out to a guy by the name of, uh, Adam Ray, who is a uh, comedian. He's been around for quite some time. He was on mad TV for a bit. He's also been on, uh, he's on young rock on NBC right now. And I dropped him a line and just said, Hey dude, I saw you're coming to Acme comedy company. Uh, you do a lot of podcasting, you do a lot of video stuff. So I have all this equipment. I know you travel. If you ever need a help with shit, um, please just let me know and I'd be glad to help you out. And he hit me back like two minutes later and said, absolutely, dude, why don't you come on down to Acme Comedy Club tonight and uh, record my sets and it'd be awesome. And I said, yeah. So I brought all my gear down there. I recorded all of his sets from Thursday until Sunday and yeah, it was uh, it was great. And I just thought, all right, well, I just recorded a few things, sent him some clips and then that relationship just like kind of took off and I became Adam Ray's full-time producer. And 
I was doing all of his Instagram stuff. I'm doing all of his Photoshopping. I'm doing like, you know, all the clips. I'm doing all the stuff for about last night, which is, a, it's a fucking huge podcast. I mean, he, the guy just had like Matthew McConaughey on. He's got Bill Burr on. He's doing a ton of cool shit. And the fact that I had an opportunity to get, you know, in line with this guy and start working for him has, uh, I mean, it has just like taken what I was doing to the next level. And uh, that sort of parlayed from Adam Ray to, I started working for Jesse Mae Peluso, who's another comedian. I started working for Mike Henry, who is the voice of Cleveland Brown. Uh, You guys saw just the other day, I had announced that uh, I started working for Dana Carvey and his podcast called Fantastic, which they started back in December and now they're starting to ramp up. And everybody was like, dude, if they're going to do this, we got to, you know, find the best people possible. And I was fortunate enough that Dana Carvey, him fucking self, reached out and went, dude, we got to have you. So uh, I took the job with Dana Carvey and I planned on staying with the show. Uh, That's just sort of like a summary of what had happened. In regards to the show, back in December, everybody knows that Ryan was going to be possibly moving to Hawaii. And I got into radio because I want to have a show. I worked my ass off for seven years to get to the top of the podium. And I was working at 93X and I was doing afternoons there. And then one day the fucking station gets bought and everybody gets wiped out and you got to start at the bottom again. And I was fortunate enough that KS95 after years and Tiffany Norton, who is on this live uh, live feed right now, was, you know, I'm glad that I, I had a friend like that who reached out and said, I want you to come here and work with me, please. So Bangs and I started, uh, you know, producing the, uh, the morning show. She moved on to the afternoon show. And I was kind of just stuck doing, I don't want to say stuck. That's not the right term. Uh, I was, it was left to me to do the job of two producers. And when Ryan had announced that Vaughn was going to be leaving for, uh, for Hawaii, I thought, all right, you got two choices. One, you either, uh, wait it out to see if he's going to move. And if he does, you try to move up. And if they don't move you up to a more permanent position, then you just leave. Or Ryan decides not to leave. And then you just leave. And it's nothing against Ryan. It's just, that's the way this job is. You know, like (laughs) there's only a certain amount of spots. I mean, if you look at KS95, there's three people on the morning show. There's an afternoon show, which has essentially two people and then a producer. And then you got a guy who, a guy or girl who works at night and then somebody who does middays. So what you got maybe seven, eight spots of hundreds of people that are trying to get in. So I was fortunate enough to just be in the building, you know, learned a lot. Um, but it was just, it, it just felt like either way, no matter what, after seven years, it was just time. So it was, I know people want to hear like, uh, you know, fucking, you and Ryan got in a shouting match or you just got tired of Des fucking putting mayonnaise on everything. Not the case. Not the case. Everybody's cool. Everybody's fine. I got a really nice text message from Ryan yesterday. Um, that was like, cause it, what was supposed to happen was I was supposed to have until Wednesday because I told these guys back in December after Ryan announced that him and Vaughn were going to be sticking around. I told these guys back in December that I, in the, in a year I'm going to leave. I'm just not going to re up my contract. And that's, you know, uh, I see that there's like a ton of, <laughs> I see there's a ton of questions on here. Uh, but why aren't you staying until December? Uh, that's a good question, Nancy, because I think what those guys want to do is find whatever that next person is going to be. And 
So back, yeah, so I sent this out back in December because I knew that my contract was going up in a year. And I didn't want to be that guy that just went, hey, dude, uh, guess what? In two weeks, I'm leaving. So you guys are going to have to find somebody else. Because that, that would suck. You wouldn't want to do that to somebody. I wouldn't want that done to me. And that's a big job. And it is so competitive in morning drive that if you lose a month, you might not come back. If that show would have, t- I mean, think of how hard it is when Ryan would take those six weeks off for his hip surgeries. Think of how hard it was, like how hard we had to like fight every single day to try to keep those ratings up. And if you were to tell that show, hey, you're going to be without a, you're going to be without like a crucial leg of the show. The thing is, is, is when somebody from the show who's a host leaves for a day, they don't bring somebody else in usually. But if a producer leaves, Somebody has to be there. So the fact that you're going to take a big chunk of that show and just move it out, man, that's, that wouldn't be fair. So I was, uh, I was, I I didn't want to be that guy. And I told him, please, uh, here's a year. It is going to take you a year probably to be able to find somebody that you think is qualified enough to be able to do this job because it's tough. Um, and I don't want to leave you guys because I like you and I like your show and I like what we're doing here. And I would never want you guys to like feel like you had to hire somebody who just wasn't qualified enough because you felt like you have to put somebody in that position because here's the deal about radio and producers and all that shit. This business right now is so lacking guys that can do multiple things. Because everybody, we used to fucking have kids that would like claw their way to try to get into the studio to be able to get in, to, to even give a, a, do a free internship. And now kids are just like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to YouTube. They don't want anything to do with radio. And that sucks. It sucks that they don't want that. So it's tough to find guys that can do that stuff. I, I was fortunate enough to come up in a time where we were just like parlaying out of analog. No more slicing and cutting reel-to-reel tapes. Like, we were actually doing things digitally. And I got to work for 22 years learning how to do things digitally. And I had on-air major market experience. So when they were like, hey, here's a guy who can do all this shit, plus he can be on the air, boom, it just made sense. But after seven years, I told um, one of the producers that's in-house, uh, he's, a, uh, he's a great guy. Hopefully you guys know him. His name is Grant. And Grant is just salt of the earth. I love that dude. And I just told Grant, hey, man, here's the deal. Um, when you are where you are supposed to be, you will start to move up. And that's just it. And there's, and there's nothing against, you know, the radio station or the people I worked with. It's just when you are where you are supposed to be, you will eventually start to move up. And it just wasn't going to happen there. And that's fine. And that's totally okay. I, don't, I think sometimes people want there to be like some sort of conflict or this like big shouting match right now. And that's, that's not the case. Everybody just like, I talked to Crisco yesterday. It was real quick. It was like, hey, dude, you know, high five. I'm still sure we're still going to bullshit about sports. And, you know, I'm sure he'll give me a congratulatory text when my Milwaukee Bucks win the NBA championship this year. So uh, let me get to a couple, uh, say a couple of highs here on the live feed. Fuck, dude, over 150 people. You guys are ridiculous. And there's a lot of people that meet here every single day. And I'm floored that you guys show up every day to just hear me ramble about nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like all the Rudy rants that you guys got on the air. That's what we do here. It's somebody will just start out. They'll be like, Hey, so, uh, 
how's the drive into work today? I heard you were talking about going through one of the red lights. And then it's just like 35 minutes of me bitching about people in traffic. And then at the end of it, I'm like, fuck, she probably, hmm. <laughs> so what's up, Lynn? What's up, Dan? How are you guys? What's up, Hunter? Hi, Nancy. Really? Dude, you guys are, this is unbelievable. Uh, Ryan, can Grant take over your job? You know what, dude? I have no idea. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I, 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 from what I understand is like they had kind of already had somebody in the hopper they were looking at and uh, essentially I was supposed to have until Wednesday which this is not like a knock on anybody like my bosses or anything uh, I was told yesterday hey you can have until Wednesday and I was like that's good because I got time to write another Rudy and the Catwalkers song we can sort of like have a really quick goodbye and there was also another announcement that I was going to make on Wednesday which if you keep listening to this podcast, you're going to hear it. It's going to, well, I'm going to push it back now. There's no point of like bombarding people with shit. Um, but, uh, I was going to make another announcement on Wednesday, which I'm just going to kind of hold off on, but, uh, you'll hear about it. It's all good, but I was supposed to have until Wednesday. And then I got a phone call yesterday afternoon and they just said, Hey, actually today's going to be the last day, which is very, that is very radio. And it's not like anybody like was like, fuck that guy. He ain't coming back into this building. It was like, no dude, that's just the way radio is. Sometimes they just go, they, we, we would much rather minimize the risk of having anything terrible happen and you getting disgruntled and getting pissed and saying something that you shouldn't on the air. And then because you're leaving now, we're going to have to suffer for it. They just go, dude, can you just not come in tomorrow? And I was like, Sure. <laughs> I've been mean. Trust me. I knew that sometime between December 2nd of 2020 and December 2nd of 2021, I wouldn't be coming to that building anymore. And the saddest part is I'm not going to have a chance to like say bye to the people that I worked with that I love the most in that setting. I mean, obviously we can all, you know, fucking get together at breweries or something stupid like that, which I don't, I'm not like one of those guys, you know, I'm only doing this because I realize because I'm a fan of certain radio shows and certain podcasts. And when people leave and they don't explain what happened, it's very frustrating because you feel like a part of you is gone. And for how much my self-esteem is so low and for how little I think of people who think of me, I, I realize that, you know, we have been on a show and we have been a part of something that uh, touches people and that they look forward to it every day. And I don't take what we do for granted. I know there's some people who go, oh, you know, uh, you guys think what you do is so special. And I'm like, I don't think it's special. I think me just sitting in a room, just like writing parody songs is not that special. But I realize that somebody who hears that takes it in, ingests it, gets a chance to connect with somebody and doesn't want to leave that. And that's the part I'm going to miss the most. I was uh, fortunate enough to come into a show that uh, already had some big talent on it, like Tiffany Norton. And uh, she was such an advocator for me. Um, It really, it really sort of like set my bar for how I want to be treated and how I want to treat people down the road in this business. It really did. Um, I don't want to be a dick to anybody. I want to make sure that, yes, you can be stern with people. And yes, you need to have somebody sometimes to steer the ship. And sometimes they don't like the way you steer the ship. But God damn it. I've said many times, uh, Ryan and I sort of have this like back and forth. And we're simpatico on it. That sometimes you would much rather have a, uh, a better product with people that you have a hard time working with 
than have a mediocre product with people that you love. I can't explain it. Some of the best like sitcoms that ever came out, some of the best movies that were ever made, people butted heads all the time. But what they made was so amazing. And uh, when I got to uh, KS95, I had come from rock radio. And I'm, I'm, I'm not joking when I say... So, the P1s, the people who listen to those radio stations all the time, they would think it'd be a term of endearment when, you know, they would say like, play more Pantaria, you fucking homo. And you're like, what? They thought they were your friends. And then I get to KS95 and people are like, the sweetest, just the best, absolutely the best. I've never been a part of groups of listeners I've never had more people send well wishes. I've never had more people give out birthday gifts. People we don't know. People we've never met. But you feel like you are their best friend. And that is the part that I will certainly miss the most. Uh, I will not miss going to the state fair because, Jesus Christ, that's a goddamn pain in the ass. But I will miss seeing all the people. I got to go through and read some of these. Jesus, you guys. Look at all the messages. Fuck. That's really nice. But, uh, yeah, so radio has been there before us. Radio will be there after us. It will survive. You know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, fucking, it's never going to be the same. But I'm like, eh. You know, I think about it when, uh, when Scotty Davis at KDWB, when Scotty Davis left there, uh, Scotty Davis was the afternoon guy, and he's a mensch of a guy. And he left big shoes, and now if you were to go back and ask 60% of the Twin Cities, hey, who's the guy on KDWB who does afternoons now? They might be able to tell you. I don't even know who it is. But they would go, who's the guy before that? And they would go, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> like, we're just like, you know, it's like farts in the wind, dude. We're all going to be gone soon. So I'm going to have to go back and reread all these messages. So uh, we will miss you and all the ranting Rudies. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I will say this. I'm not going to miss that goddamn song. (laughs) I'm done with that song. God, man. I feel like that is my don't stop believing. You know, Journey is tired of playing don't stop believing. They got to be. If they're not, I have lost all faith in Journey. Um, so, uh, Katie says, uh, I was at a work meeting. What happened? Please fill me in. I just kind of explained it. So... There you go. Uh, uh, so I see we're losing a few people because they're really, that's the story. And I'm, I'm just, we're done. You know, like that's, that's it. Just moving on. I will say this though. Um, I was going to get into some other topics and stuff, but that would feel weird to like segue out. Just be like, you guys ever notice that pancakes sometimes come fluffy. That'd be awful and weird. I don't want to do that to you guys. And plus, if you did have to, if you do have to leave and you can't catch all this, um, you can go back and listen to it on the podcast. It's just a long walk to Cleveland. It's on all the spots. It is, um, it's all the (laughs) Jesse, you had faith in journey. Mm. Separate ways is a good track, man. It's just don't stop believing is the one that, but, uh, I'll tell you this though, before I leave, I had a real sort of like come to Jesus moment and I'm going to be working for myself now. And I'm going to be working for Dana Carvey and for Adam Ray and for Jesse May Peluso and for Mike Henry and for Jonathan Kite, who was also uh, a part of two broke girls. I'd done a bunch of work for him. Um, so I had something kind of happen to me the other day and it just like, it kind of blew my mind and I'm cause I'm scared shitless. 
I'm going to be a thousand percent honest with you guys. I am scared out of my gourd because I got a house. I got a kid. I got responsibilities. I've almost no debt. I mean, I'm smart with my money. I have almost no debt. Uh, just got done paying off my furniture two months ago. I don't have a car payment. You know, I have all the gear that I, and that's the other thing too, that I always hate when people bitch about their old employer. It's like, dude, that company afforded you health insurance and paychecks. They put food on your table. They kept a roof over your head. Can you at least say nice things about them? Yes, it may not have ended the way you wanted it to, but you know, at least they were kind enough to give you those things. And that's the thing that I take away from KS95 is that it was seven years and I got to walk out the way I wanted to walk out. It's not like I just showed up and they just went, okay, today's your last day. I told those guys six months ago that, hey, in between now and a year, you guys are going to have to find somebody because I'm leaving. And when they just said, hey, dude, you you can leave now. It was like, all right, well, that's it's a good. And there's like some other bigger things that are kind of, you know, coming up like stand ups going really well right now. Uh, I think I'm going to probably be traveling out and uh, doing some recordings and shows with some comedians that I already uh, record and do stuff with. So I'll be doing shows on the road and. It is, uh, let's see, Hoopty. Wait, you were on the radio? <laughs> um, but um, the uh, the thing I wanted to talk about was I was outside mowing my lawn, and I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It's, oh, I got a pit in my stomach. But this morning, like, I got up, and I got text messages from so many people that went, dude, you sleeping in? I was like, fuck no, dude, I'm up at 5. I used to get up at 3.30 every single morning to work for other people for an hour and a half and then go to work for the station and then come back and work here until 1045 at night. So I was like, the first thing you cannot do is fall off that, you know, habit. You have to be able to get up tomorrow morning and work your ass off and don't get up in your pajamas, take a goddamn shower, shave your face, put on some decent clothes, be a human being and get to work. So I set an alarm for five and got up. Uh, I wrote for an hour because I got punchline punch out coming up tomorrow night at Sisyphus Brewing at seven o'clock. If you guys want to go, it's 10 bucks. It's a killer fucking lineup. And I am telling you, it'll be one of the best shows you come and see. So I will be there tomorrow, uh, but I got to get up. I got to write. So I started writing at five. I wrote till about 630. I took a walk, did the dishes, did a bunch of graphics and stuff for other comedians and now sitting down and doing this. And I'm like, don't lose that because so many people start working for themselves and they just like, eh, fuck it. Price is right is on. Don't be that guy. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> so, uh, but I was outside mowing the lawn and I was listening to Louie Anderson on a podcast and Louie Anderson had said, Hey man, my, my family really gave me a lot of shit when I first started out in this endeavor. And my family was on my case about, Hey, you need to get a job and you need to put these dreams away because they ain't going to work out for you. And Louie Anderson told his family, I could go to work for eight hours a day and do my job, or I can work 20 hours a day for my freedom. And that, resi- I was mowing my lawn and I turned the goddamn mower off and I sat outside and I just fucking cried because it meant that the way I have been viewing my time on this planet has been so backwards until I heard that sentiment. You can work eight hours a day at a job or you can work 20 hours a day for your freedom. And that was six weeks ago. And then fast forward to Friday night 
I'm at the Radisson Blue. I'm at Z-Fest. My film had just won Best WTF Moment. And 20 minutes after that, I win the award for Louis Anderson's favorite. And God damn it, if it didn't just shake me. I felt like, I don't believe in the universe. I don't believe in, the, I don't believe in any of that stuff. I don't believe in astrological signs. I think it's all stupid nonsense. But if you don't believe that there isn't a force out there that puts these little coincidences, these little uh, coincidences together, you're wrong. Because for whatever reason, I felt like the second Louis Anderson said my name, I was like, There's, there was a reason. There was a reason. Whatever that might be. Maybe it's just because it's just supposed to make me feel better during this interim. Will I find out exactly what the next phase is? But for whatever reason, it just made me feel good at the time. So if, uh, if anything, you know, maybe it helps bring a little bit of, you know, closure to this whole chapter of my life. It was a, uh, it was an amazing six and a half, almost seven years with KS95. And I, uh, I owe a lot to the people that are there behind the scenes. I owe a lot to the people that I worked with and, uh, for how much I will miss them. I am equally as excited to see just what the hell the future brings. So if, uh, if you are missing out on a Rudy rant or maybe something from, I think we're going to have to bury, I'm pretty sure the catwalkers are breaking up. Like, I'm going to just go ahead and give all the gear and the, uh, <laughs> we're giving all the gear and we're giving out everything to, uh, Crisco and the mouth kissers and they can take it from here on out. But, um, Dan, you're my hero, Rudy. Live that dream. Dan, you are a fucking good guy and the, a mensch and the damn it. Ah, you make me tear up. I don't want any of that garbage today. It's not the time for that. Not that special. Get back to work, which I actually got to go and do right now. So, um, you guys have been great. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Uh, Every day we go live, 9.45 a.m. That's on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore Povich. I really do hope that you decide to join me on there. I hope that we can sort of build something new together and uh, it it lasts for just as long as it did at KS95, who I tip my cap to and I wish everybody there the best of luck. So until then, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.